Hello, gentlemen and gentle ladies. Welcome to the amazing and extravagant QQ cast. Today, we will be discussing The Great Gatsby. Please stay and explore this fountain of information alongside us as we speak about this grave matter. Here, we will have APQQ and I, Alex QQ. We are simple folk who are here to spread our thoughts. Now, let's start the conversation with the themes of The Great Gatsby. In this episode, we will dive into the mind of Jay Gatsby and understand his superficiality persona the struggles he had as a kid, including the present as well, and his isolation with reality. Superficiality. It is the main personality trait that Jay Gatsby owns, and it shows that he is a shallow person. He will do anything to get what he wants, and in this case, it was Daisy. Furthermore, the Oxford Dictionary declares that superficiality means the lack of thoroughness, depth in character, or serious thought. An example of a superficial person is someone who is only interested in how they and others look. This can relate to what we're talking about because these characters care a lot about wealth and how they view themselves in their own wealth, and also about their own worlds that they're fabricating. Gatsby has also lied to himself throughout his life, which has caused him to become a shallow person, as he doesn't even know who he is anymore. Furthermore, Jay Gatsby is materialistic, meaning he cares for his wealth and belongings more than most other things. Other wealthy characters such as Tom, Daisy, and Miss Baker, they lead lives that can only be described with their wealth, and they have nothing else of substance, and their life has no specific path for them to follow Another thing to point out was that Jay Gatsby also imagined that he was the son of God in order to make himself more invigorated and to make himself feel that he has immense potential and be wealthy and powerful in the world later on. Thus, because Gatsby is superficial, he lacks his sense of reality, meaning his ambitions are impractical. Like what you said, Alex, Jay's ideologies of him being the son of God is unrealistic as he is hypothetically portraying himself as someone who hasn't sinned and died for the sake of humanity which I am obviously alluding to Jesus. Jay called himself and his life perfect, which is ironic as he was born poor, using devious tactics to earn money and faking his identity, something the Son of God wouldn't really do. What I mean by this is, personality is what people should be judged upon. That was the main purpose of Martin Luther King's Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. Death in one's character allows them to go far in life not the jobs they were granted from mischief, lying, and so on. This discrimination towards social classes shows these shallow sides of these characters, as these characters don't really show compassion towards them, such as when Daisy runs over Myrtle off a car, and when Tom disregards Myrtle's husband. All these sort of things are shallow. These, these rich characters are towards the more impoverished characters, such as Myrtle and her husband. This this shows a bit of a discrepancy between the society and the, and the class structure, as the people who have more wealth are more likely to be more prized and have more respect than others from others, rather than the people with low money and low class who are less lucky to have such respect. Now transitioning to a new topic, isolation. So Alex, how do you feel about isolation? I think isolation can do two things. It could do a, a, give you a very positive influence or a very bad one. With isolation, you're capable of reflecting on yourself and your mistakes of your past or potentially future mistakes you could make. But as we see most prominently in The Great Gatsby, isolation is more likely to give you issues because each of these very wealthy characters, they're isolated in their own diluted world with, with their immense wealth and none to share alongside it. Like what you said before, Alex, that isolation is both good and bad. I find that very true. Sometimes it is convenient to have some alone time in order to understand oneself. This allows you to become less shallow as you are trying to understand that person under that flesh. However, I oppose your statement that isolation is more bad than good, to a certain extent. Yes, isolation for a long period of time may cause depression or anxiety, but sometimes we do need to have our brains rejuvenated from daily life as it is stressful out there. But then again, 
a separation from reality for long periods of time can be no good as it may cause a person to have unrealistic expectations, ideas, beliefs, or ideologies. A great example was when Great Gatsby was young and he had a wild imagination and he came to the belief that he was the son of God. With this ideology, this affected him in the long run as he became narcissistic, arrogant, and selfish. This imagination Gatsby had allowed him to make these sort of worlds that connect back to superficiality, which we talked about earlier. And this world that he created can make him feel alone. This and the wealth he has also makes it even worse by illuminating the sense of power and greed that he has over his temporary life until the world he creates will shatter with the, once the money and power is lost, especially in this circumstance where Gatsby was shot. Losing everything he had, his goals, his aspirations, all of that, his world, everything he, he hoped for, including Daisy, all gone forever. And he will never be able to know what his future could have been like with her and of all his lavages he has acquired over his past few years. It is quite saddening to see that all these people are more materialistic and they care about temporary things or temporary possessions rather than thinking more eternally. The reason I say this is because... Being materialistic isn't going to be the best choice in the long run, as possessions can always be replaced. However, lasting relationships can go a long way as it was a choice and a sacrifice you made from the beginning. And sacrifices aren't always easy, but they show that you aren't arrogant, nor are you selfish, as you allow yourself to devote time for other people, which makes you selfless. Sadly though, these people don't see it that way. This shows us a bit of how Gatsby lives his life because we can see early on that Gatsby, in in some sort of way, buys Nick's friendship by giving him very by being very kind to him with with financials, inviting him personally to parties, and doing a bunch of other things for Nick financially, and also bringing him to a bunch of a get together with a, with a bunch of other bootleggers. All this shows the way this shows a bit of a flaw in Gatsby's sense of friendship. And, and the way he he does these sort of relationships, which could also take part in how Gatsby's relationship with Daisy fell apart. These sort of mistakes can be prevented if people if he was able to reflect back on his past and maybe reflect on his situation with Daisy and potentially think of better solutions to do to take care of this. As we can see of Gatsby, he kind of plays a lot with his past and he plays a lot with how he perceives everything around him. So. Due to these sort of issues, it'll make it harder for him to understand what he should do in the present and for the future. And all these sort of accumulate to him, especially when he gets into his own isolated world, where he's only where the only goal in this world is to, is to get Daisy. And with all this together, he, with all this together, he he still end up isolated because he's still by himself with only a bunch of mates and such. Even and the one person he's looking for at the very end is Daisy. There's an argument that could be made that Nick was his friend, but Nick was sort of a connection for Gatsby to get to Daisy, and Gatsby was his real goal. Even He has a bunch of mates around him anyway, but he doesn't consider them people he's with because he's he's so much more richer than them. In the end, his main goal was Daisy, and he was the one person he wanted to be with. But even if he did live, he would still live alone with Daisy because Daisy was pretty content with staying with Tom because Tom still had the wealth that she wanted and she wasn't sure about leaving her entire life to go live with Gatsby so he's pretty much doomed even if he did survive at the end of the story. Being isolated from reality makes it hard for people like Gatsby to understand who they truly are inside. This causes a malleability and identity where someone can fake who they are in order to get what they want. A great example 
is Gatsby. He is manipulative and he is shallow. He has no depth in his personality and he'll do anything to get what he wants. His devious tactics in order to get money throughout these parties is extremely absurd, but it is what he does in order to see Daisy. He will do the most. However, if you get to know the guy, there's no depth in him. Moving on to the last portion of this podcast. The album of our podcast was inspired by the rap artist Anonymous with his album Before the Night is Over. This album is quite explicit, so do be warned. Nevertheless, Anonymous is the antithesis of Jay Gatsby as Anonymous sees potential within himself and he knows that he can use that to rise above the fake and shallow people that never believed in him. On the other hand, Jay Gatsby is a shallow person trying to rise with his superficial ideologies. If you want to go take a listen, you can, but you are warned it is explicit.